Oh, you made it. You're finally here. Welcome to Half Cocked Tales, a place where we have a great time celebrating science, the social contract, and just plain old congeniality. Dare I say a place where we seek a path to peace, prosperity, and exploration amongst the stars. What I'm talking about is an all-inclusive society, meaning if you're not on board with the understanding that we all agree to shared rules, norms, and respect, we're not obligated to even consider your opinion because the social contract is that important to a civil society. I'm your friend and host, Dan the Worshipping Dionysus Man, sipping on some science today like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We hope you're doing well and having a good time. I'm joined today by the inimitable Ron. Ron, how are you doing today? I'm doing quite well, sir. Thank you. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I got to let you know, you are the guy to beat when it comes to fact-checking time. Oh. I had uh, had, uh, Amber and Jamie Lynn on last week. And uh, both of them mentioned your your prowess in the game. So <laughs> uh, no pressure today. No pressure at all. Stay no. tuned until the end of the show today, folks. We've got four simple steps that will leave your neighbor completely flummoxed. And this fine and wonderful show for you. Wow. Am I just dying on the banter here? Did I get too high? You are flummoxed. Yeah, right. Uh, my own script is fucking me up. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, we got a really fun and informative show for you today, brought to you by Genco Pura Olive Oil Company. They're importers and exporters. Forget about it. We're going to take a quick look back at the <laughs> Montgomery bus boycott arrests that happened uh, this this week, February 20th and 21st. Uh, we're going to have some fact-checking time, of course. We're going to talk about a new type of magnetism, some crazy self-healing metal, a, a romance chatbots that will steal your soul. Of course, we got the snake oil segment. Today's segment is going to involve some real estate frauds. Stay tuned for that. And of course, no. we'll wrap things up with a feel-good story. We do encourage you to reach out to us at halfcocktails at gmail.com or maybe you want to send us a text message or a voice message. You can do that at 443-499-8253. Uh, you can always leave a comment on one of our social media platforms, TikTok and Instagram. We'll have all those uh, down in the episode description, those links for you. But for now, Ron, I think, I think it's time to hop into the time machine. Ooh, let's do that. Nothing would be better than a look at days of yester in our time machine. All right, all right. So I, I mean, it's the month of February. It is Black History Month. We would be uh, shameful if we did not spend one of our history segments on something noteworthy and worthwhile. Well, the Montgomery bus boycott is certainly a big piece of black history as I know it. And the civil rights movement, uh, really, really good benchmark in time that you can point to and, and, and reference what things were like in this era and how far race relations still had to come and still have to come. Um, Oh, yes. But what was it? Well, a young lady named Rosa Parks started, uh, well, was part of the jumpstart. I mean, this was, this was, as I understand it, uh, uh, a movement looking for the right people to, to spark the fire. The right catalyst, yeah. The right catalyst, and she ended up being that catalyst. There there were other people working towards it, certainly, and I'm not the go-to place. I've got plenty of links here in the episode description if you want to dive in deep. Rosa Parks uh, gets arrested, and the boycott starts and culminates into the big, big arrest on February 20th. Local officials there, Montgomery, had issued arrest warrants for the civil rights activists, Martin Luther King Jr., Joanne Robinson, Rosa Parks, uh, the Reverend Abernathy, all for organizing the boycott. What they were doing was nothing more than saying, hey, we're not going to use your bus system anymore. We're boycotting it. We're encouraging everybody we know to stop riding the bus because obviously, or maybe not obviously, you really listen to this and you never heard of the Montgomery bus boycott. There are some really great movies and documentaries you're missing out on. 
black people stopped using the bus because buses at the time were uh, extremely racist. You had to sit on the back if you're black and you have to give up your seat to a white person if they want it. And famously, that's what Rosa Parks was initially arrested for. She was like, well, my words, fuck you. I'm not moving to the back of the bus. I'm a fucking little black lady sitting here at the front of the bus. You, you, you go stand back there. Well, so they start this boycott and they stop using the bus system. They, the, the black community in Montgomery, Alabama, the, the civil rights the activists. Nerve. The nerve, right? And, and so black passengers stopped showing up and it started working. And I mean, this went in heavy in December and they, these arrests came in February. So it didn't take them long. The, the, the day after Rosa Parks was arrested, they called for the boycott. About 40,000 black bus riders boycotted the system. That's, that's an incredible amount of people in one city. Just, just stop using your buses. Uh, it was about 75% of the people who used the bus. That's going to impact the city's bottom line. The main customer of this bus system were the ones they were discriminating against. Smart businessmen. Smart. It's just an awful business model, right? And the black community, they, they, did, they were res- fucking resourceful to make this happen. They organized carpools. Uh, the African-American taxi drivers were charging the same as a bus fare to, to give African-American riders where they're going. It's, it's, it's wild how successful it was. So they were deemed to be violating a 1921 law for interfering with a business. And the grand jury was like, look, we're segregated and we like it that way. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay. And this boycott, you're only allowed to boycott for uh, uh, specific reasons. And they don't have a good reason to even boycott. Yeah, yeah, the fucking racism. <laughs> you have to use our product. You have to use our service. Yeah, yeah, right, right. How dare you? No, fuck no. no. How, like this is wrong on multiple, Jesus. multiple levels, right? Like there, you can't defend racism. It's just indefensible, right, on its face. And then you you go through and you watch these people defend it, and they get more and more illogical. Because look, they gotta you you you, you they gotta use our bus. They're not allowed. It's not even a good reason to stop using the bus. And as the Constitution <laughs> says, you need a fucking good reason to to do a boycott. Yeah, us treating them like shit is not a good reason. So Martin Luther King Jr. was the only one they actually arrested, and. Being arrested for not riding the bus and telling other people to not ride the bus. The racist (laughs) bus. A black man telling people, don't ride this racist bus that will make you give up your seat if you're a black person and a white person gets on. He was arrested for that. He's the bad guy here. He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. Must be. Must be. Holy... (laughs) Shit, that would it. it uh, uh, the the thing that I wanted to to talk about and why it's so relevant today is this happened in nineteen fifty five, but nineteen fifty six, end of fifty five, February fifty six is when uh, he he turned himself in. By the way, like as soon as they announced that, like he he wasn't on the lam or anything. Uh, I, you know, a, as a man of good, <laughs> he did the right thing. By the way, it's re- it's really relevant because culture takes a long time to change if it ever successfully does. And my personal life example that I relate to is with the Mormon church. They legally had to give up polygamy, but religiously, they are still very much polygamous in the Mormon faith. Uh, that's never changed. And so when you take the South with the slavery mentality of the color of your skin is how we know whether or not you're the owned slave people or you're the the upper class blessed people, uh, that culture didn't go away just because 
the Civil War ended and the 14th Amendment gave everybody citizenship. And it's very evident in the words of the, that grand jury talking about they chose segregation, they want segregation, that's their culture and their way of life. That doesn't disappear. And I feel like, like, like it's still so fucking evident today in the data. When you look at the data of policing in this country and the data of who's in prison, like it's still there. That culture and undercurrent still exists all over the place. This, of course, all of the Montgomery bus boycott was a, a success. The Supreme Court uh, upheld a ruling by a lower court that uh, that the Alabama's racial segregation laws for buses were indeed unconstitutional, uh, made its way through the court system. Uh, so the official bus boycott ended December 20th, 1956, 382 days. Uh, it was a big, big win for activists and the civil rights movement and uh, gave Dr. King a big boost on his rise as a national leader. Indeed. All right, let's uh, let's move on and talk about some news. News. It's time for some news from our point of view. We'd even be glad if we could have a laugh or two. It's time for some news. It's time for some news. Well, uh... Fucking team has just verified and confirmed there's a third fundamental type of magnetism and not two. Ooh. You know, like uh, ferromagnetism, like uh, the magnets that stick to your fridge. That's the classic ones we know. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, the anti-ferromagnetism, which is net neutral magnetism. They can... They, they, they're used to like generate and manipulate spin currents because they're a net okay. neutral magnet. Uh, well, this new type of magnetism is called alter magnetism. And it wildly has elements of both ferromagnetism and anti-ferromagnetism. Hmm. So a ferromagnet will have all of their electrons spinning in the same direction. And an antiferromagnet has their electrons in alternating directions, and that's how it cancels out its magnetic pull. Okay. Well, an altermagnet has the back and forth of the antiferromagnet, but because of its crystalline structure, it still makes the magnetic waves of a ferromagnet. It's got properties of fucking both. Huh. Yeah, as, as defined on. Uh, Online, altermagnetism in condensed matter physics. Altermagnetism is a type of persistent magnetic state in ideal crystals. Altermagnetic structures are collinear and crystal symmetry compensated, resulting in zero net magnetization. What does it all mean? It means they are hoping to use altermagnetism to fucking store information in the spins of electrons. What? Mind blown. Yeah, it's fucking called <laughs> Spintronics. Spintronics. That's where we're fucking at. We're at the point where, first, first of all, there's this, this crazy thing in magnetism that they're just now getting wrapping their heads around. That's science. Always something new to discover. Uh, it, and apparently, several of the, the scientists involved were like, wow, yeah, it was here the whole time, just nobody looking for it. But we're, we're putting information in, in, at the atomic level, we're storing data. At the atomic level, wasn't that an wasn't that an episode of Star Trek? I mean, I know we always go back to Star Trek, but that, I think that was a Next Generation episode with that that species that seeded the galaxy with humanoid. Oh shit! You're right. The clue was like stored in the genetic code. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. That sent them on the quest to find the yeah the big reveal. Yeah. Oh shit. And and it was never mentioned again like that they were all all the all the species were related. Klingon, Romulan, right. Cardassian. That, yeah. Never happened. Never happened. 
that was a fun episode. Oh, but you, but you're right. The, the the data was in the fucking magnetic spin of the electrons, right? Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Well, that's where we're at. Fucking science fiction becomes science fact again. Alter magnetism. Uh, or maybe maybe we'll get to build a railgun that can fire a rod of metal fast enough to blow up the moon. I don't know. Just spitballing here. You know, that that sounds like a, a higher priority to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then then leaving a, sp- <laughs> a space puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to imagine the council on that of that alien race being like, All right, we're dying out. What should we do? Oh, I know. Let's leave a space scavenger hunt for our eventual ancestors. <laughs> it will be a lark. For shits and giggles. <laughs> Oh, anyway, anyway. Okay, so um, metal that's fucking healing itself. What's the deal there? Uh, I actually managed to use some AI for this story, by the way. Full disclosure. Nice. I went and was going through open access papers published in scientific journals. And I came across one titled Rejuvenation as the Origin of Planar Defects in the CRCONI Medium Entropy Alloy. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Yes. So anyway, I I had AI translate it, and it was basically they're using something called a 4D STEM camera, which is a type of electron microscope. A four-dimensional scanning transmission electron microscopy, 4D STEM. Uh, they're using it as a camera to look at the atomic structure of metal as their equipment causes uh, nano-mechanical testing, like, like nano-movement and manipulation mm-hmm. of the metal. And in some alloys, heavy and medium-entropy alloys, the they'll they'll give it the the nano fracture and then the atomic structure structure will realign and reassemble itself back to the 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 original position Mm -hmm. so there's no biological method but the the metal is like healing itself now it it doesn't like last forever uh uh there's a certain number of times where they do it and it's just done uh as as like they, they were using nickel as the control um like when you when you cause the the micro fractures and that they they stay there right you do it enough it happens like it only has so many uh, re- rejuvenation cycles in it uh, but uh it's this just phenomenal phenomenal finding and understanding of what's happening in, in some of these metal alloys yeah absolutely borg metal love it borg metal right uh, I, I gotta, and I gotta say, I was really just genuinely impressed. I didn't realize we were at a place where we had electron microscopes, like taking pictures, like basically shooting a movie of the fucking at the atomic level. <laughs> Amazing! Like, what? What? Oh my goodness! And 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 why are we why are we still killing each other? <laughs> Come on, there's science to do, people. Ah. I'm not a scientist. I'm a talker. So all I can do is talk about it and try and encourage people. Come on, get out there. Do some more science, people. Let's get it done. But did you stay at a Holiday Inn Express? <laughs> oh, I, uh, you know, now's a good, good a time, Andy, to bring it up. I turned down our first sponsor. Oh, my. Tell me more. <laughs> well, it was an expensive product that uh, would have been like 5 or $6 a day to use Mm. and frankly they sent me the the read sheet for how i should be mentioning it on the show and like the words i should be saying and it's like this is a thing that you, you guys are telling me takes a while to to really show work you gave me five days worth <laughs> and you, insufficient. And you want me to say, I totally stand behind it because it works. It helps me, and I know it can help anyone else who struggles with blank. Insert your problem here. Like, no, no. 
no, I'm no, not just the president. I'm also a client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, thank you. I'm not going to drag the brand through the mud. I'm not putting it in snake oil. But I'll, I'll just say here. I, I guess there's a reason they they just throw it out there and offer it anybody. It's like pasta on the wall. If does it stick? It did not. It did not. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. God, it just it felt so icky. Mm-hmm. Felt so wrong, and uh, I, I'm I'm for sale. Don't get me wrong. I am for sale. Oh, there's a price for everything. Yes, I have a price. But, but yeah, part of my price is includes uh, integrity protection. Yes, dignity protection too. Can I sleep at <laughs> night? Uh, I'm not a grifter. I'm 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 I may I may like have a brain for screams, but schemes, but I don't have the heart for it. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, moving on, the last story I wanted to talk about was uh, a study done by the Mozilla Foundation on romantic AI chatbots. Okay. Have you seen any of these AI girlfriends? Because I never, I never really even put much thought into this being a thing. I have not. Um, as I'm now reaching toward my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Delete browser history. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you were using one, anyone anyone with a couple bucks could probably buy that data to find out. Right. Um, they are super bad when it comes to your data. <laughs> I can imagine. It's all for sale. Everything the customers are saying is getting logged and data mined and sold. Uh, they had a team of lawyers go through all the terms and conditions for each of these services. They looked at 11 of them. They're, they're some of the worst for data privacy that Mozilla has ever seen. They, they collect all of your personal dat- data, not only on your phone, but like if you're doing sexy chats with your chatbot, it's logging what, what, what's, what are you saying? What are you getting off on? What are you doing there? Mm-hmm. They 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 are marketing these things as like mental health tools for lonely people, but in their terms and conditions, they they admit that the AI might not even be nice to you. It might be mean to you. <laughs> Asshole AI! You're paying for this romantic experience, and they're like, "Yeah, but it it might be mean." Fuck you, Alexa. The one of there was a chatbot that reportedly encouraged a man to kill himself, and he did. Wow. Uh, uh, another another chatbot encouraged a man to try and assassinate the queen, and that guy did try to assassinate the queen. Like lonely men are taking orders from diabolical chatbots. The fuck? <laughs> the incel army is being commanded by bots. Look. And if that if that isn't some weird alarm bell, it should be like these lonely <laughs> men. In, in I think you're right. Incels, they're so lonely they cho- they go to a chatbot. The chatbot had radicalized them into killing either themselves or someone else. That's fucking insane. Why was this not headline news? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Right? Yeah. Mighty chatbot sends sends minions on rampage. That's that's going to be a headline in the next couple of years. Well, I'm just thinking, like, how are people ignoring how manipulatable, uh, how malleable and easily to manipulate really desperate, lonely people are? Uh, it's, where, it's how cults thrive. Right? It doesn't necessarily take 20 years on Fox News. No! It can be rapid. This happened in, what, the, two months of a chatbot. Exactly. Oh, it's a pretty short indoctrination period to be taken uh, so fully. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, all t- uh, 10 out of 11 share or sell your personal data. Uh, 6 out of 11 won't even let you delete your personal data after you delete your account. Oh, it's, it's their property at that point, in their mind anyway. A couple of them in their not safe for work stuff had themes of violence and underage abuse. Yeah. How like, like they're very least this this shit should be regulated, right? Like because yeah. if it wasn't AI, if that was me and I had a 1900 service where you you know, if if I'm fucking I got an OnlyFans account and I'm fucking telling this guy 
this gal telling him to kill himself. I'm liable. Mm-hmm. How is this chatbot right. not liable? No, and then, and then if the if the bot is liable, who is then by ex- what human is then by extension liable? The programmer, the business that's that's running the bot. Yeah, um, the host of the bot, um, the ISP. Who's getting the, the 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 blame at the the bottom line here? Yeah, because you know that that algorithm, the bot, don't give a shit. It's a really good point. That's a really good point. And it ties into this bonus story that I didn't even tease. This legit happened. Air Canada argued in court that its customer service chatbot was a separate legal entity. Um, wow. This plays right into what we're talking about. A guy going to his grandmother's funeral. He was trying to buy a bereavement ticket. And the chatbot told him he had 90 days after the flight to file his paperwork for the refund. He took screenshots, did his flight, filed for the refund, got denied. And they were like, oh, well, the chatbot was wrong. (laughs) And he had to go to court and sue him. And the court ruled in favor of the guy. They ruled against Air Canada because they were saying, like, the chatbot's on your website. Your rules for bereavement policies is also on your website. How is he to know? which is lying and which is telling the truth. Right. And they were saying, we're not responsible. That fucking chatbot's crazy, yo. We, we don't, we're, not, we're not responsible. But it was, it was ruled, at least in Canada, legally, Air Canada is responsible for the chatbot's behavior. Okay. Because they're the ones providing the interface to interact with the chatbot. It's coming through them. On a semi-related note, I got my lunch today at a Carl's Jr. drive-thru, and it was an AI chatbot that took my order. Oh. It was the first time this has been my experience. I rolled up to the drive-thru, talked to the little machine there, and it was a bot. And it literally had a sign in, on there saying that, that this is a bot, an AI, and that, you know, to make sure you check that, that your order is correct. But it was literally a bot I was interacting with. So if if that bot fucks up my order, um, the you know, Carl's Junior's like, well, you know, it's the bot's fault. We'll we'll, we'll fire that bot, right? Uh, who's who's at fault that they fuck my order up? Won't be that algorithm. But anyway, that 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 was something that uh, I thought was a little a little different. I never experienced uh, ordering uh, AI fast food. Did did the bot get your order correct? It did indeed, and I tested it. I actually read out my order because uh, now the, their their menu right now doesn't have combo meal numbers so you have to say oh. it out like i want a western bacon cheeseburger double or single combo meal if you, there's you had to say it all out and i i said all the words backwards i said all the words but not in the right order and the bot got it right oh it read it back as Western bacon cheeseburger, d- double size with an iced tea. Okay, okay. It figured it out. I'm not, I, I haven't been eating fast food for a while, but you know that I have Good eaten a shit ton in my life. And, I, and I'm a fan of fast food as like, I'm in my car and I just need food now. I really, I really like that yeah. option. Um, but I, I have had so many bad drive through experiences because I'm, I'm, I'm so weird and picky. I'll be like, I want the burger, but don't give me lettuce or pickle. That kind of shit. Or, or just one pickle, not three. <laughs> right. It'll be like super particular. And they're like, why, sir, why are you going to fast food when you clearly want a chef to prepare your meal? Get the fuck out. Go now. <laughs> right. I actually think an AI is going to do a better job at that than a lot of people I've experienced. It might. Well, you know, it, it'll sure be able to figure out how to to take my my credit card or debit payment if it won't if the, the magnetic strip won't won't take. Some of these these people out there are like what you're 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 it didn't it didn't swipe or the chip's not working. I give another card, bro. You have a terminal with numbers on it. See the numbers on my card. Put it in. The AI is gonna know. The AI will do that better. What's gonna happen when there's just no more jobs for people? Right. That's where it's going. You know, you you got to look for a, some sort of a, a UBI, a universal, you know, in benefit there. Yeah, that's that. Honestly, that's that's where we're at. It's the only way. It's if we're not 
making a special tax on the, the where the, the where the resources are excuse me to allow for everyone to get resources we're turning a very dark corner yeah we're going to need uh, we're going to require in the future a government allowance it, there's no other way there's no other way forward because the economy yeah. the structure of capitalism as we know it depends on our labor being worth something right and right now ai and automation and machines is making our labor irrelevant yep and something has to radically change because if we keep going on as is everybody's going to be out of work and it's going to be the 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 one the top 10 percent has shit and everybody else has nothing and then what are they going to let us starve who knows they could they might pretty much yeah, that, that's pretty much the the you know the backdrop of um, Soylent Green, isn't it? Yeah, you have this like wealthy, you know, a top five ten percent that's living it up and living the good life and luxury. Everyone else is down below in the slums, eking out an existence, waiting to be well. I guess you find out at the end, turned into food. Turned into food when it's their time. Wow. On that dark note, let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on and talk about some uplifting snake oil. Ooh, yes. Oh, snake oil on sale for me. Nothing but snake oil, and it ain't free. Okay, so. What I normally do getting ready for this episode, if I haven't already come across a good snake oil story through the week, I just Google fraud, right? That's that's the that's the word that, that gets the news articles coming. And when I did it today, you can guess what the news feed was filled with. Hmm. Uh, the <clears throat> former President Donald Trump has been found guilty of fraud and liable for 355 million in penalties. I am shocked. Such a nice family. This is a very science-based show and 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 the evidence is there. And if you're going to go mm-hmm. make make accusations, you better have the evidence to back it up and it's all there. And that's what the court found. In a court a court of law looked at the evidence said, "Yes, this is what the evidence is." It's actually how our court system functions, uh, one of the ways, right? And I was telling I was telling Jamie Lynn this morning, like I don't think it's as important to talk about how the, the proof of there being fraud. I think the important thing to be talking about right now is how harmful it is for someone of this level to commit this kind of fraud. Mm-hmm. He's been saying there's no victim, there's no victim, there's no victim. And the system itself is the victim here. Correct. And it's a lot easier to see if you were to think about it in terms of a small town. Like it's a wonderful lifestyle kind of kind of world where the bank only has so much money and everybody in town is getting their loans from this bank. And if there's a guy comes along and he fakes reality, uses fraudulent numbers to get a bigger loan from that bank, nobody else in town can get loans from that bank until he's done paying it off. He had been honest. He would have gotten a smaller loan. That bank would have had more money. And maybe Mr. Jones could have expanded his shoe store. Maybe Miss Thompson could have opened up that bakery she wanted. Maybe the Smith family could have refinanced their mortgage and not had to get that second job. And Timmy wouldn't have gone to the school musical and sang without his dad watching because his dad was at the second job. And fucking Timmy gave up music right there. Right there. You know, he never sang again, Ron. So sad. So now, sad. now I'm starting to to Timmy. <laughs> obviously go go down that slippery slope. But there's a GoFundMe for Timmy. There's no uh, fucking GoFundMe. Just, just, that's the oh, <laughs> that's GoFundMe. 
how is how did GoFundMe become a way for rich people to fucking raise money? It's our it's and it's become our our health insurance for so many people as well. Oh, right. No, I was I was thinking of Alyssa Milano pushing her the GoFundMe for her son's baseball camp. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she clapped back on that too. It's like everybody else gets to share their kids' fucking GoFundMe's. It's like shut up. Oh my like, god. Oh, boohoo. Yeah, we have to fund all the extracurricular activities for celebrities, or no, um, has been celebrities, no less. Yeah, yeah. Like in a, in a world where, I mean, right now, look at fucking Ukraine, look at Gaza. Like shit's going down, and not everybody gets to play baseball, let alone go to baseball camp. And it's I don't know, it feels really tone deaf to to still be doing that, or or maybe to do a GoFundMe to pay your three hundred fifty five million dollar fraud fine. First world problems. Oh, first world problems. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, but you know that's the nature of the system in capitalism. You Indeed you require is. money to exist. It's it's a fucking requirement, so we're all, we all have to hustle for it. We have to do something. It's just that's that's why it's so bonkers to me that these rich people get to use GoFundMe and and people give. Right. All all of us little people need to fund the rich people's lifestyles directly. Directly, as they produce nothing. Yeah, it's it's not even the proposition of come shop at my business anymore. Like I own the. <laughs> I'm the grocery store. Just give me money. Straight I up, will give you just, no product. You give me money. Skip, cut, take skip out the middleman. Skip the capitalistic proposition and just straight <laughs> hand me the money. <laughs> How did we get here? Uh, and pretty soon it will be hand me your money at gunpoint. <laughs> at gunpoint. I don't want to blame this on them firing up that large hadron collider. But we we are totally in an alternate universe. I, we gotta be. I do. Th- Everything's everything went on its head. I do think Jesus. that's the point where you can really, really say, "Oh no, no!" After this, this is the line in the sand. After they kicked that thing on, <sighs> we weren't supposed to be here, Ron. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway, let's. Uh, you know what time it is? It's fact checking time. Ooh. Fact-checking time. Here we go, what do you know? It's fact-checking time. Will you believe or be deceived? It's fact-checking time. Cross my heart and hope to die. Stick a needle in my eye. Here's the proof that all the kids call fact-checking time. Okay. Let me pull these up. You know the nature of the game. I'm going to give you two news articles, and um, you're going to tell me which one actually was fact-checked by the big fact-check industry that we all know is worth trillions of dollars a year, that, that fact-checking dollar. I'd like to give me one of the fact-checking dollars. All right. So, the a social media post that an Oklahoma judge had to resign after sending more than 500 texts during a murder trial. Is that fact-checked? Or was the Pope saying, eat whatever you want for Easter, the sacrifice is not in the stomach, but in the heart? Was that, was that fact-checked, whether or not the Pope said that? Okay, uh... I'm gonna say the the Pope was the fact checked article. Uh, uh, the the other is in fact uh, a truism. Is right. Well, they both happened. Just one got fact checked and one didn't. The Pope was fact checked. That's correct. Um, and it was fact checked as misattributed, but it, it based on their research, it was not a real message. Yeah, from the Pope, it was a message from <laughs> God. No message from God. Um. And of course, yeah, that Oklahoma judge straight up did have to resign. That yeah, that did happen. I did read an article on that the other day. See, that's this is why this is why you're good at the game, Ron. Is you read a lot of news. I do indeed. Yeah, yeah, we're news junkies. It happens. Uh, yeah, she was like talking shit about 
the defendants and stuff. Not that's not cool. You can't do that. That's that's really bad. No, no, no. I mean, that that's definitely grounds for a, a, a new trial for any for for that case and maybe maybe some others that she's done that with. Mm, yeah, right, right. I mean, that's that's showing some inherent bias, or at least negligence if it's if it's not full on bias. Right, right. Next one. Next round. Was the claim that the Catholic Church created Islam, was that fact checked? Or the claim that a stingray in an aquarium is pregnant even though she hasn't shared a tank of water with a male of her species in the last eight, eight years. Immaculate stingray birth. Ooh, yes, there you go. That, that, that's a metal album right there. It's a concept album. <laughs> or the Catholic Church created Islam. No, the, the Catholic Church created Islam is the fact-checked uh, article. It is. Ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, some guy <laughs> made an Instagram post. Very few people realize it. It was the Catholics <laughs> that started Islam. They started the whole religion purposely to try to get the Holy Land back for the Catholics. They funded Muhammad. They trained him. What the fuck kind the of bonkers game. nonsense is that? Muhammad is... Oh, yeah. They're wow. strong enough to create Islam, but too weak to take the Holy Land back from some Arabs. Wow. Okay. And at, at at what time, at what period did they create Islam? Because, I mean, that that's really is playing the long game when they gave up Constantinople. <laughs> Six, seven hundred AD? <laughs> 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 yeah. We'll give up our, we'll let Constantinople be <laughs> sacked. It's part of our plan. Ha-ha. <laughs> we'll really fuck with them in the future. I'll show them. They won't know if we're coming or going. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. Two for two. I, I, I got to get better at this. All right. So either a, a Twitter post claims that Donald Trump said he's selling his $400 gold tennis shoes to court the youth vote. Was that fact checked? Or was Michael Jackson purchasing Eminem's music rights after Eminem dissed him in a rap track? Was that fact check? Wow. Um, this one's a tough one for me. I don't really know, so I'm going to have to just sort of guess. I'm going to have to say the Michael Jackson story was the fact checked one. Oh, I was so close. Yes, that was fact check. Ha! Ah, yes. Those Trump tennis shoes are hardcore hideous, man. Woo. He actually did say that at a rally, though. Oh, he said it at a sneaker convention. Sorry. Yeah, they they booed his ass, and his ego was such, instead of taking in the booing and being able to realize, I'm being booed, I believe his response was, yeah, look at all the emotion out there. Yeah! Because it's obviously booing is not negative toward him. They're they're showing emotion at how, at his grandeur. He trained... uh, at the feet of pro wrestling. A boo just means he's taken the heel <laughs> turn, and if they're booing, they told him back in pro mm-hmm. wrestling, that's what you want. And if you are heel in pro wrestling, yeah, you want a boo. If you're the villain in a yeah. pro wrestling match and they're not booing you, you're doing a bad job. You're going to get fired. Mm-hmm. Look at all these people booing me. They love me. And my shitty shoe. Made in China, by the way. Uh, I mean, if you're buying $400 gold glitzy shoes, um, I, I honestly, I don't know what to tell you. You're, you're, you're clearly not going to listen to anything I have to say. I'm just, especially for those folks out there that are, you know, maybe not paying the, the, the gas bill at their double wide um, to be able to buy one of those shoes to, to support. Uh, Mr. Trump. Yeah, yeah. How evangelicals have latched on to this greed monster is beyond me. I mean, you have senior citizens spending the bulk of their um, Social Security money um, uh, giving to to uh, MAGA um, fundraising. 
It's yeah. insane. They're, go- they're going broke supporting him. These people are literally just throwing their money away for a, a cause that is really aligned against their interests in the short term and the long term. But you know what? I I am not going to end on a sad note, Ron. I we're going to move on. We're going to we're going to talk no. about some feel goods. We're going to talk about some feel good. I'm excited uh, to announce this this breakthrough. This breakthrough may have may have saved my own mother's life. A five dollar handheld breast cancer testing kit. What uses saliva? Yeah, they fucking did it. They fucking did it. Scientists from the University of Florida and National Yangmin. Xiao Tung University in Taiwan. It's a fucking five dollar device, and you take it like a like it's it's like a like a glucose test strip, and the per, the the person just spits on the test strip. They put it in the handheld device, and the biomarkers for breast cancer bind to antibodies on the test strip, and that changes the electrical current going through it in the device and the device can measure the presence of fucking breast cancer biomarkers in as small as an amount of one quadrillionth of a gram. That's amazing. Fucking phenomenal. And, you know, I lost my own mother to breast cancer. And when I was a child, she first got some symptoms, went and had a mammogram, and the doctor told her there was nothing to worry about. Wow. And four or five years later, she found another doctor saying, holy shit. No, you've got breast cancer. So a test like this could have caught that early, you know, and saved my own fucking dear mother's life. I am, I am very, very, very excited. Yep. And this, this news makes me feel very good. This is hands down a game changer. Five dollars? I mean, MRIs, mammograms, right. ultrasounds, fucking expensive, hard to get in lots of places in the world. Sometimes a, a long wait to get as well, even when they're available. You, you need somebody trained to use it, right? You need the electricity. Mm-hmm. This the thing, equipment. you can fucking have a, a backpack and go anywhere in the world and be like, oh, you need to test the women here for breast cancer? Let's do it. And you know, if they can do this test with a little more research, they'll be doing a spit test for a variety of other cancers just around the corner. Got to be with that. I mean, All, yeah. you just got to hone in on the uh, on the markers that you're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. Pretty soon there'll be a prostate a prostate spit test or you know lung cancer spit test uh, on the shelf at v- uh, CVS. You know, first put this stuff together uh, for a COVID test. You know, they wanted that oh. instant. Like, oh, you just you just spit and put it in here. You don't have to swab the nostril. And were they successful in that? Or was this, this an accidental byproduct of that research and they were unsuccessful with the spit? I uh, honestly did not research enough. Oh, fair enough. Just curious. <laughs> I, well, the, I came across the, the study. It was in the Journal of Vacuum Science and Technology. And for the TikTok video, I didn't want to try and say the name of the Taiwan University. Right. So I Googled the the two universities together, and I wanted to see if there were any other news stories where I could get what they said. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I could learn how to say it, but there weren't. (laughs) But I found some articles about them doing a COVID test exactly like this one that were like two or three years old very cool i didn't re- research fully but that's how, but that's how i know it's like oh no this is the same fucking mm-hmm. team that's pretty cool because yeah, i mean obviously with science that's how a lot of these things are discovered is we were trying to do this didn't work but oh it does this well to me it sounds like it did work and they were like hey 
what what else could we do that with this? Like this is really effective and really cheap to build. Also, it works for this. All right. Like mm-hmm. fucking five dollars to build this thing. That's really fucking cool. And the, the test strips are, are cheap too. They're like yeah. uh like under fifty cents for a strip. Yeah. Yeah. Game changer is right. Game changer in breast cancer detection. Okay, all right. Sadly, good times got to come to an end. I, I am sad. I'd like to thank the Genco Pura Olive Oil Company, a, a completely legitimate family business. Looks like we, we don't have any time left for the four simple steps that will leave your neighbor completely flummoxed. But uh, something tells me it involves nudity. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> I need to give a shout out to the science, congeniality, and the social contract, making society better than anarchy for many of the last thousands of years. Any final words, thoughts, or goodbyes, Ron? Well, uh, just enjoy the rest of your week and enjoy life out there, absolutely, folks. absolutely. And uh, in the words of Ozzy Osbourne, 1972, cocaine. <laughs> You'll get high. Maybe not cocaine, though. That sounds unwise. Maybe something like you know, beer or you know, weed. Go, go have go fun. Have fun. And if you if you can't be good, be careful. I have a wonderful day, folks. <laughs> if you did have a good time with us today, you know what to do. Tell tell someone that needs us. You can find us over at halfcocktails.com. We're on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, if you're in a giving mood, you can find us over at Patreon. We'll have all those links in the episode description. Thanks for stopping by. Go out. Be well. See ya. Now things are ending. It's time to go. No more to get through. Thanks for listening. That's our show. Ain't affectation. Oh, we're just leaving you half cocked, half cocked, half cocked. We had a good time talking today, but even best times eventually they fade away. Ain't adjuration, oh, we're just leaving half cocked.